magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Arcade show. All right, well, here, here's your, here's your slink. Get the show going whenever. Hey, slink me in. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, what is up? And welcome to the Touch Arcade Show. This is episode number 545. And uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks because, well, reasons, all sorts of reasons, lots of things happening with my house. I am not in it yet. If you're watching this video, then you can see I'm still at my cousin's house, but <clears throat> very close, very we might stay there on Friday night. We're recording nice. on Thursday. So tomorrow night, we might actually stay there. Um, <clears throat> we actually, uh, Pam went and dropped the kids off at uh, her parents' house. Um, they're going to keep them till Saturday so that we have a couple days uh, to do our thing. It's kind of hard to like unpack a house with two little kids running around. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the other big thing we're waiting on is um, getting our heat turn back or getting the gas turn back on so we can have heat because it has become cold here and uh it's too cold to stay there without mm. a heater um so i'm hoping that'll happen today or tomorrow if it happens before friday night we're gonna stay there that's cool i remember that was like yeah. a real big like benchmark for like when we were able to finally move into this place after like i was doing so much work on it it was like yeah this is this is really cool to to yeah like sleep here and use a <laughs> toilet here and yeah all these things that were not possible before that has been nice since the uh, since they put the bathrooms in. Um, not having to go out into the front yard and use the porta potty has been great. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a feeling! But um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, definitely. I actually because um, the internet here was out yesterday, and I actually went to my house. Um, there wasn't anybody working yesterday, and so I had the whole place to myself. I could just work, use my house internet, and. Um, uh, but it was very, very cold because there's no heater. And so it was like, I don't know, felt felt chilly all day. I probably gave myself a cold. It's been very anyway. unseasonably warm here. Like it's it hasn't really? been cooler than like 70 degrees during the day. It's mm. been pretty weird. And it's the climate crisis. I tell you, the fake climate crisis. I mean, I'll, I'll um, it. But uh, yeah, pretty excited by that. Um, maybe by next week's show, I'll actually be in my house. So I don't know. The The other X factor in all this is I don't know how long it's going to take to like get set up. The X um, factor. We're, <laughs> we're going to try and uh, we're going to try and do um, as much as we can this weekend while the kids are gone in terms of like unpacking things and stuff. But like it still takes a while to get settled. So um, we'll see. Is, that X and, factor uh, is, is Simon Cowell or a Joe Rogan joint? I don't remember. One or the other. I don't know. Oh, Fear what Factor it, is Joe Rogan, right? Fear Factor. I remember Fear Factor. Back, um, back when Joe Rogan was just a lovable shithead instead of extremely problematic. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's my house situation. It's almost done. Almost done. I keep, I feel like I've been saying that for the last, well, year. Uh, people keep asking when things, when it's going to be done. I remember we signed up uh, our oldest kid for swim lessons. And they started at the end of, the Ju of July. And we were like, do we sign him up at the park by our house or by my cousin's house? And it was like, oh, by our house. There's no way we won't be on our house by the end of July. Yeah, and, that sucks. Uh, here we are. It's November. So there's a dude in our neighborhood that um, got. Uh, so I'm on the HOA board now. Ooh. So uh, I'm involved in this type of business um well you have a homeowners association in your oh neighborhood? it's 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 a party planning committee basically to do <laughs> two barbecues uh nice. and the, one in the like spring and one in the fall kind of thing nice yeah and and manage the landscaping surrounding the sign arguably the most important uh uh responsibility of all is your so is your dues are like 500 bucks a month to maintain There's, that sign uh 30 dollars a year Thirty dollars a year. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Which again is like seriously like chip in to buy meat. And we're gonna cook. Uh, we're mm -hmm. gonna like do a brisket or something like that. Like or yeah. a couple briskets or whatever. That's rad. Um, but we we have a, a a dude in the neighborhood that was um building a house and came to uh like so you, we have very 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 lax rules. Which basically are like you know just no junk cars, no campers, no like yeah. 
you know, just to not basic like, common sense stuff. Yeah, just just stuff to keep you know things from like looking trashy uh, yeah. and, and stuff like that, right? And so, uh, dude asked for a um, uh, a waiver to put a camper on his property while his house was being constructed, right? And and mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, sure, no big deal. Like, you, know, you can keep it every six months. Like, it seems pretty reasonable. Everyone was like, yeah, great. Like, totally, we'll have this house built. We'll be living it in six months. No big deal. That was uh, a year and a half ago. Yeah. And it's still not done. And I don't know, man, like that, that kind of shit seems to be like a marriage destroyer almost where it's like, oh, yes, it's like, all right, we're going to we're going to move to Tennessee. We're going to build this awesome house. And then it's like, oh, we're actually just living in a fucking camper for, yeah, you know, God only knows how long. And all of our money is wrapped up in this fucking house. It's never going to be completed. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, all this other stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, for sure been the hardest thing I've ever done. And the most challenging in so many different ways, just doing a stupid remodel. Um, part of it, I you know, it's I think I've said this before, but if 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 they were like when we started this last November, um, if they were like, hey, this is gonna take a year, so heads up, I'd be like, okay, let's prepare for a year of living away from home mm-hmm. and you know, having the chance to prepare for it. But it was like, I don't know, you might be April probably, but maybe March if we can really get ahead of things. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, oh, well, now it's May and now it's June and now it's July. It's like that delay factor uh, and getting your hopes up and then getting green, dream crushed over and over uh, adds significantly to how like mentally exhausting all this stuff is. Yeah, it sucks. Um, well, I guess it's good that it's almost over. So a the cool thing I think is that since we just went for it and did everything, there won't be anything left to do. Right. So like forever after we're not there's not going to be like oh we should really get around to doing this it's yeah, like no, cool. the whole inside is done so yeah. well now um, you can just drop dead and you know not your kids can have yeah. a nice house you know my family can live without your, me your, in the super your purpose nice house. is complete <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> um but anyway uh i didn't really have anything like mobile newsy to talk about this week but i also thought we could spend several hours just talking about twitter's complete oh. yeah clusterfuck of a disaster uh Uh, yeah because it has been pretty interesting to watch this has been like probably the most fun that i've had on twitter in a very (laughs) very very long time because it's just like Uh so unbelievable watching like the richest man in the world just have no fucking idea what to do yeah very publicly very publicly is the thing yeah and it's just it's just like so bizarre to me watching it because like particularly now like where we're at today right where it's just like you can just buy being verified for eight dollars in-app purchase is instant yeah all this other stuff which which is of course resulting in people like creating accounts there's like you know lebron james too and then yeah, posting right. like <laughs> i'm i'm leaving the lakers or whatever basketball team yeah i don't follow basketball whatever whatever basketball team mr LeBron the lakers yeah um and and then that tweet will get like fifty thousand fucking engagements because yeah. everyone's like holy shit lebron's leaving the lakers it's unbelievable yeah and no. you know it'll be up for like hours and then that person yeah. will get banned repeat yeah. infinity times like did there's you a lot that, that are still up too oh, yeah. like did you a see, lot. So like, and and it's crazy because like uh everyone when elon first like like did the thing where it was like oh every, anyone could get verified it just cost eight dollars people mm-hmm. were like this is it's going to be filled with impersonators and crypto scams and everything else and that is yeah exactly, like, this is a bad idea exactly what has happened like did you see the valve mm-hmm. software one yesterday where no <laughs> it was like someone registered i think it was like valve software like with a one instead of or, or yeah. uppercase i instead of an l or something like yeah. that yeah yeah verified it and was like sending people to some crypto scam oh my god and it's just like the most predictable outcome imaginable and what's crazy to me uh the the truly remarkable thing about all this is that uh if it's like if if you would have like wound the clocks back like two uh, two years or something like that mm-hmm. and imagine what like a like a why like so so if you look at like things getting hacked it seems like there's like kind of like two categories that they fall in like one is like the subversive like we're hacking this to do like ransomware kind of stuff or get information to sell or, or something to make yeah. a bunch of money right 
And yeah. the other the other one, which is always way more fun, is when it's like we're hacking this and we're just fucking around and we're just having yeah. a good time and like you know this because is we gonna, can yeah, yeah because we can and this is all gonna get reverted in two hours but you know like yeah. and then everyone talks about like oh my god were you there like when yeah you know, x y and z happened on the website and all this other stuff right um and like so the the state of twitter right now i imagine is is pretty much what would have been kind of like the prime thing to do for like that ladder hacking situation right where yeah, it's like right. <laughs> we cracked into the verification system we yeah. made a fake valve account we posted about yeah. half-life 3 let's troll yeah. as many people as we can <laughs> yeah troll as many people as we can and then it, and then it, you know, like everything just gets banned and goes back to normal two hours later and then like yeah the next week or two is spent with everyone like sharing like the screenshot of the tweet and be like oh my god yeah. i can't believe this happened it was so crazy yeah but that's just normal now. That that is Twitter now. That is, it's not going away. <laughs> it's not going away. And I just I just love that the the pricing structure that they landed on was not uh, a, a factor of like Elon getting together with like this huge board of like finance people and like all these people that put together like revenue projections and like the PL mm-hmm. and how like X percent of users giving him eight dollars a month like impacts anything in any direction and like should that be eight yeah. dollars should it be five dollars should it be twenty dollars yeah. I don't know let's run the numbers yeah. and instead of just like I'm gonna argue with Stephen King yeah and he's gonna tell me twenty dollars a month is dumb so I'm gonna go down to eight and we're just gonna <laughs> stick to that and eight just seems good <laughs> eight, eight seems right well I think it was funny too that like the entire idea was like oh well if you have to pay for it then all the scammers and stuff won't bother it's gonna weed out all those people and it's like. Well, it's not eight dollars is nothing to somebody that might scam somebody yeah. out of thousands in Bitcoin or something. You know what I mean? Right, like right, eight dollars right. is nothing, especially when you can just like do it for one month and then be well, done. That and I mean, God, I think you know, like for for the people that have done like uh like the Nintendo one, like posting like the fake Nintendo with Mario, Mario giving everyone out. the bird. <laughs> I like that's you. that's worth eight dollars. Like I'm sorry, like oh that, for that sure, hundred percent worth eight dollars. That would have that. been worth a hundred dollars, even if yeah. it was a hundred dollars. Yeah, but like. <clears throat> Uh, the the fundamental thing here, and so many people have been talking about this, it's not like a secret, is that he's mistaking being verified as like a, a sort of like badge of coolness and not a technical, this is who this person says they are verification system, which is well, what it was used for. The, the problem is like, I think it, like, I think that was the original purpose of verification, but it inadvertently kind of like became that sort of like badge of coolness as like, right. They got real scattershot with like who should be verified, like how you get verified. Oh yeah. Else. Like I totally blame Twitter for making it that status, yeah. but that's, that's still not like people have spent, you know, however long Twitter has been around 12 years or whatever for, you know, knowing that like, Oh, this is Kellogg's cool. Like mm-hmm. I know it's the real brand or whatever. Mr. T did say that. Um, but like now that's gone. You don't know who's who anymore. And that's a huge problem for people that have relied on knowing that information for a long time. And so, well, now silly... Jared, you can always click someone's profile and then click the badge and then like uh, yes. another click oh, and find out if that. it's <laughs> for, for Twitter, which is meant to be like passively scrolled through. And yeah, you know, yeah, no, not a good idea. And so, um, yeah, the funny thing to me is that like there was so many different ways to go about doing this and still be like okay well the check mark is whatever let's keep that for be like you there's a verification process and they really should have just been like i mean i had to get i had to get my identity verified to unlock my valve account or my mm-hmm. um blizzard account and um you know that was just like it was an annoying process but like it worked right like i had to send them an well ID yeah and there's and all this stuff there's like weird like third party providers that that do this kind of stuff. I was just fucking around with like Airbnb a couple of days ago and mm-hmm. they want you <clears throat> as part of the registration process, you take a photo of your driver's license, a photo of your face. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. it sits there and like the little gear grinds for 30 seconds or so. Cause I'm sure that somewhere in the world there's someone sitting looking at a web page that brings those two <laughs> images up and they click, yeah. yes, okay, this looks like the same person. <laughs> right. You no. Know? And like yeah it, it seems it's it just makes no sense to me why like if you wanted to do something like this it seems very sensible to be like okay we're gonna have two tiers of sort of verification right like the first mm-hmm. is we're gonna set these rigid guidelines up where it's like you know you have to be like government official like a trademarked thing uh-huh. uh bona fide celebrity with these thresholds or whatever but everyone else can get like this you know verify your identity at which point like yeah you just get yeah. the like this is the real person kind of thing. And I think that would have 
I, I don't know, man. Like, would people have paid for that? I have no idea. But like, well, it's just dumb because it's like, you know, even running like Cuttercade, like so, like at some point in time, all the macrooms people got verified, and I don't think well, that was a long for that. time ago. That, that was, was when you got ago. verified by knowing someone at Twitter, right? Yeah, which is also a bad policy, <laughs> but like. There was a long time where I was like, man, it'd be cool if like Tuttercade also got verified because there has been, it's not a rampant problem, but there's been people impostering um, mm -hmm. or in, impersonating Tuttercade Twitter or email to try and get like free codes for games yeah. and stuff like that. It doesn't really happen anymore, but you know. It was always very like, obvious. Like that was always the yeah, funny part yeah. when like, yeah. uh, when developers would like forward us stuff and it would be like clearly written by like an eight-year-old from the email address like <laughs> yeah. touch arcade codes at hotmail.com yeah. <laughs> right yeah. you know, like hi can yeah. i can i please have <laughs> you know whatever codes for your game or yeah you know, yeah uh, it's like yeah, uh that's not doesn't awesome. happen too much anymore but i mean i feel like there was you know as as an actual publication with like an actual decent following and stuff like that like it would be cool to have been verified but um i looked into the process a few different times and it just always seemed like really annoying like i would get to a point where it was like what do they want from me like i don't well, know also it was, it was like very very what nebulous um hey. yeah hey buddy it was also like always very nebulous because like i looked into that too uh you know and it was like you just like submit a bunch of stuff and then wait for some like shadow council to decide yeah. like whether or not when yeah. in, in, in reality like you know i think everyone would have been happy if it was like Hey, your Alexa rank needs to be uh, above ten thousand, or yeah. you know, like like something something like that. At which point it'd be yeah. like, okay, cool, we meet these thresholds. Like, let me let me push the button to you know, right, bend up the flag, like like that kind of stuff. I think again, how nebulous the whole thing was is what ended up creating this like weird tiered. Yeah, system. And, and you would see a lot of people that were like, oh, I applied to be verified and got denied. And it would be like a person that was notable. And you'd be like, you are somebody that probably should have a verified Twitter. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw that a lot like, in, in like the game dev space, you know, like uh, yeah. like people that I would describe as like Rami tier, basically, you know, like people that mm -hmm. have like very well known in the game industry, have spoken at a lot of different events, like put out a lot of games. And it's like getting rejected for verification by Twitter. Like it seems yeah. wacky. Like, yeah. So I, I think if I was if I was running Twitter, um, my first order of business would be to set up an actual official like verification system for identity purposes only. Yeah. And yeah, start with like government stuff and big companies and big celebrities and things like that. But like allow just anybody to have a verified identity account because um, a lot of websites do that too. Like to be able to comment, you have to use like your Facebook or, you know, you have to use something that's sort of like more mm -hmm. tied to you. Um I just think it's a good idea all around. Even if I'm like a nobody, I still feel like I should have a Twitter account that says like, I am who I am. And yeah. um, you can always, I mean, there's always start some alt accounts too, if you want to go mess around or whatever. But like being, if Twitter's supposed to be this like public square and this big important like thing uh, for the all of humanity, you know, it makes sense to have like a verification system so people are who they say they are. Sure, but um, I think like that that hits on kind of a, a a more interesting sort of like larger topic of how things like this should even work because like if Twitter's supposed to be this kind of like equal kind of like town square kind of thing, like should some fucking lunatic billionaire be in charge entirely in charge of it like that? No. But then like you know the problem is like okay so so what's your alternative? And it's like okay well we can move to Mastodon I guess, but like Mastodon is like. I don't enjoy using it. it. The problem is like Mastodon has all of the issues of like any open source software and that like mm -hmm. on paper, you know, like if you look at the bullet list of like, uh, like what makes Mastodon cool, it's like, fuck, this sounds awesome. Like decentralized, great, love it, open yeah. source. So no one controls yeah. it. Awesome. Love it. Um, you know, like the really, really granular uh, moderation things both on kind of like an instance level as well as a user yeah. level to make sure that you're only really communicating with people that you want to be having your circle awesome love it yeah but like when you get down to the nitty-gritty it's like fucking installing linux on your computer it's like oh my god there's this is like so yeah. much into this and then like so but then the problem is you know you so you can sign up for like these free mastodon providers but yeah anytime there's this um and, and this happened a couple times in the past i don't remember what the catalysts were for it but like Anytime there's this exodus from Twitter onto Mastodon, like all the fucking big ones just go down because they're not made yeah. to 
support yeah. an influx of millions and millions of users, right? They're right. made for a dorky community of like Linux nerds that yeah. you know can support fifty thousand concurrent users or whatever yeah. sort of thing, you know. And then and then that creates like the feedback loop of everyone go back to Twitter and be like, oh, see, told you Mastodon sucks. Like you know, <laughs> well, it's baffling too, like because you it doesn't it it just copy Twitter wholesale, but pretty much, you know, make a something that's exactly like Twitter. Just copy it. Like, like if you just had something that was basically Twitter, but not Twitter, I would move to that. But it's like every alternative has like some sort of like, well, I don't like this. And it's like some sort of catch, I guess, that it makes it not like as usable as Twitter has been. Um, and so you always end up back there anyway. But also everybody's spent decades like cultivating like, you know, follow lists and friends and stuff like that. And it's like, that's hard too for everybody right. to jump ship. That's, um, I mean, that's the bigger problem for me too. Like when, when everyone's like, oh, we're going to Mastodon or, or whatever else. It's like, okay, well, my problem is like, I've been on, you know, Twitter for like fucking 12 years or something like that. And I've like, got a, yeah. a lot of people I enjoy talking to that I like really only know is like Twitter user, right? you know, anime God 69 or whatever. And like, yeah. you know, when they churn out of Twitter, it's like, hey, well, I don't have like their phone number or email or, yeah, right. you know, I just like know this is like. <laughs> Someone that likes video games that has similar opinions to me. And Person's gone stuff. from yeah. your life forever. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it seems like a simple problem to have solved. Like have a official verification system and then the paid Twitter blue stuff. Man, you could add all sorts of crazy shit that makes it cool to like for people to want to apply to it. Like animated avatars or like, you know, different fonts or like something that makes you stand out mm -hmm. to be like, hey, look, I'm cool. I paid for Twitter or have a lot of actually really good quality of life, you know, features that are worth paying for. I mean, that's but like it, just the stupid, stupid yeah. blue check mark and like, you know, gaming the algorithm with like the paid people being promoted higher than non-paying people is really stupid too, because that just feeds into the misinformation and scam problem that's going on right now, where it's like, oh, the fake Nintendo account with the fucking flipping off Mario is getting <laughs> promoted over everybody else. Yeah. because they just paid eight dollars like it's so stupid yeah i mean like basically what you're what you're describing is like discord nitro right like it's mm -hmm. like a you know, free mm -hmm. service that everyone likes and you can pay a little bit of money to just make yourself stand out make the service a little bit better yeah and i you know i i use discord all the fucking time i've been a discord nitro subscriber like you know since the beginning and yeah. i will probably subscribe to discord nitro you know forever i i mean yeah. as long as i keep using it's uh, worth it to you, or, you know, and yeah. the bonus features are worth it to you. But the people that don't subscribe to it also can use Discord and it's fine. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like, oh, I can't like post in certain things or whatever. Um, I don't know. It just seems like a really dumb thing to put behind a paywall. It's kind of like yeah. the the pay to win in-app purchase stuff that people hate is is making is Twitter as pay to win, pay to win monetization right now where it should just be cosmetics only. But um. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, like if you, if you look at like what what Discord Nitro offers, it's just like everything Discord has, but like a little bit better. Like you can upload yeah. like HD video and so normal video. Like you can mm -hmm. upload large images and you know uh, just do cosmetic stuff and make yeah. just the experience a little bit better. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's nice. I agree. It's it's crazy though that it feels like a simple problem to solve, and watching somebody flounder trying to solve it in real time in front of the world is well, pretty. Magical. But but I, I think it's because like I don't think Elon like understands what the problem actually is mm -hmm. and 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 therefore is like trying to solve a problem that like never really existed. Yeah. And as part of that is like torpedoing what actually was working for Twitter as like a business yeah. and a website, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, particularly like when you're when you're looking at like all these advertisers that have just like basically left, right? And it's like what what does a like like what does the coca-cola global brand manager value and it's like mm -hmm. stability in a platform and knowing that a coca-cola ad is not going to show up as like in between two tweets talking about like nazi bullshit or like whatever yeah. other you right. know stuff that happens when you just like get rid of content moderation right yeah and yeah. and what's wild to me is that like even the uh the other social networks that have spun up uh, between like MeWe and you know Parler and True Social mm -hmm. and all these others that like made it their kind of like weird mission statement of like oh we don't censor anything this is like hundred percent free speech or like even they yeah. figured this out like like you yeah. cannot <laughs> have a viable business that attracts advertisers when it's like you are 
your, your the core users you're trying to attract are the people that advertisers want nothing to do with. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's totally true. And it's funny that like one of, one of the commentaries that keeps cracking me up is people being like, oh, we're just watching Elon figure all this out and he's going to go through all of these changes and make all this stuff um, just to end up exactly where Twitter was before because that's, they. it's not like they, they wanted to like suppress free speech. It's like they knew what they were doing by moderating the stuff so that advertisers would want to advertise you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it it was a very business-minded sense of moderating the platform and not like a uh let's suppress people that want to talk about this that or, or the other thing um which the whole free speech thing is just always laughable to me anyway because none of it is the free speech that is in that people think it is like nobody has the proper understanding of what free speech is and it does not apply to something like twitter um, so like that whole thing just always drives me crazy where it's like, Oh, I mean, God, that's been the case with like moderating a forum or comments. Oh, God. Or we've, like for... we've dealt with that forever where it was yeah. like, Oh, somebody, you know, made a game. The, the guy that made this game that you didn't like, you came on our boards and called him a shithead and we banned you, but I guess free <laughs> speech is get... dead. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you threatened or... to kill him and his family and we had to ban you and, and yeah. I guess free speech is dead. I don't know. Or, or being like, oh, you're don't, don't download this game as shit. Here's the cracked IPA and you get banned. Yeah. Oh, free, I guess <laughs> yeah. free speech is dead on oh, touch. Okay. Like, mm, no, we just oh. don't like shitheads and no, we've been I dealing mean, with that for since the beginning. Yeah, um, free, so free I've free. always had sort of like a, I've always had it out for the whole like free speech argument stuff because like free speech, I it technically just means like the government can't suppress your speech, but it doesn't mean I can go into any restaurant I want and like bitch out the chef because I didn't like my meal or whatever. They can kick me the hell out and ban me from that restaurant forever. Yeah. And it's that it's not infringing my rights in any way. That's their restaurant. Right. And so yeah. all these social media companies are private companies or, you know, public companies, but they're, you know, they're, they're not just the open space. If you want to go stand in your front yard and yell obscenities into the air, yeah. like nobody yeah, can go, really stop yeah, you. Go nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I don't just, know. Those, so I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, like, I, I feel I feel kind of bad for, um, like, you anyway, know, so I've been enjoying watching the shit show of, uh, of this whole thing. And particularly, yeah. like, as it gets more and more silly, like the Elon simps that are still, like, towing the, oh, the, the Elon party line have just needed to get, like, <laughs> crazier and crazier to continue supporting yeah. this and that's been really amusing and like yeah. i mean to me personally like if if twitter went down today i would be like okay i don't know that sucks uh, i you know i i'll need to find like my friends again somewhere i'm sure i could sure. find them on discord or you know right. other other similar communities or yeah or whatever but like it wouldn't really impact my life in any 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 way that i, I could, bet everybody's like, mental health would improve but i i guess i my point where is like what what sucks is like you know i've definitely seen a lot of people that are like authors or musicians, musicians or artists mm -hmm. or whatever that are like, I'm pretty much a nobody outside of like the hundred thousand people that I've somehow managed to get to follow me on here. And like, right. if Twitter goes to shit and people leave, like I don't have anything on, yeah. on this anymore. <laughs> right. Like it's Twitter is yeah. the platform yeah. that I focused on growing. And like, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it, it makes me wonder like how many more times, stuff like this can happen before people realize like, Hey, if you're growing a community, you need to control the platform that community exists on and not depend on some kind of like third party thing, because it seems like, yeah, you know, the internet is full of these things where it's like, Oh man, I, I grew this huge thing on like, you know, Patreon or, or, you know, whatever else. Vine, like, all the vine stars. Vine, like... Yeah. And they like, they changed the rules or killed the service or shut it down yeah. or whatever else. And it's like, Oh, well, I didn't parlay that into anything else. And now I'm, yeah. I, you know, I had a million people that like my stuff and now they don't know, even know where I am. So, yeah. Yeah. I, the his, his you know, history is a very long-term thing. Right. And so if you look at like Twitter was since what, 2006 or seven or something like that. And, um, you know, it could be gone in the next five years too. And then it's, that's it. And that wouldn't be that weird. Like social networks have come and gone from the nineties and early two thousands that aren't here anymore. Yeah. They always come and go. There'll always be new ones to come up and things are popular. And like TikTok wasn't even a, a thing like three years ago. Even if it existed, it wasn't like a well, thing. Well, it existed as musically, but no one no one. Yeah, right. Like you, you know, that's another thing is they start out as one thing and then grow and then become sort of this other thing. It, yeah. As Twitter did, really. I mean, Twitter was like a way for like all those people to keep in touch between themselves, right? And um, 
yeah I, well know, i mean blew it, up it, into this popular thing it was it was kind of originally positioned at least you know when i when i got on it really early it was like a, a micro blogging website you know because right. it was like you had like your live journals and your tumblers or whatever that you would kind of like post like longer things on yeah but twitter was meant to be like the like the passing thought between the next time you posted like your long thing on live journal right and right right i always thought that was like a pretty interesting thing then it kind of like accidentally turned into this is the platform that mm -hmm. you know politicians announce they're going to war on how did we get here but yeah I, I don't think anybody should really build and base themselves i mean we, we've said the same thing about like apple too where it's like you can't build your entire business based on apple because they can just change on a whim and it can yeah. just destroy you you know you have to like it's you know, Easier build yourself out on as many platforms and stuff as you can. Um, but I don't know. I would be sad to see Twitter go because it's the only one that I've, I, I hate posting on Twitter. Actually, I hate Twitter <laughs> the more I think about it. But uh, I also get a lot of like enjoyment out of like the funny stuff that you come across that you wouldn't have come across anywhere else. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel, but I know it's, it's such a shit show right now. It's definitely funny watching people um defend elon with all of this stuff too because it's like uh yeah 100%. i don't know if, if people being able to pay to be a verified account i don't think that's such a good idea oh i guess you can't afford eight dollars you idiot <laughs> you know like it's like the stupidest the stupidest justifications where it's like hey 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 elon's playing the long the long game here you just don't have vision you don't see where things are going so i guess uh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, the the Hamburglar, you know, with his ass hanging out is is a good thing, I guess. With uh, I, I mean, yeah. It, it what's interesting is that like the the tide has kind of turned in like Tesla communities and stuff on this too, oh. because like, uh, previously it was always like any criticism that you would ever have towards Tesla was always met with like, oh well, you just don't know Elon's master plan. Like you know, the, right. he's playing. You're playing checkers. Elon's playing, uh, you know, 4D chess and right. blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, uh, sure. Uh, I guess we can, <laughs> you know, assume. I just think it would be cool if my brakes worked. Like, and yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It would be cool if like I, automatic windshield wipers weren't like stupid. Um, yeah. But, um, but now that like, like the, even the Tesla communities have turned on Elon. So I'm like really, yeah. really, really curious to see how this all kind of like shakes out because like the dude has so over leveraged himself yeah. um both financially and like attempting to convince everyone that he's like the smartest guy in the room and like personally the reason why these different things were successful right. when like in actuality i would say like if, if the dude has like any any like one actual like good skill it's like knowing where to place your bets and how to surround yourself with smart people that you can right. then kind of take credit for their their stuff right, right? and like yeah. you know the problem is like you know if you look at through his history of like uh you know his work on like paypal and x.com and stuff like that mm -hmm. like he was basically riding on the coattails of peter thiel and and like um <laughs> got fucking fired and just became a billionaire based on other people's work and then parlayed that yeah. into tesla where again very very smart, it was already well on its way <laughs> smart engineers already had the idea and the momentum and everything else and just needed money yeah. and, and elon just took credit for that and uh he, and now he doesn't have anyone at twitter that that like he's the guy at twitter right so it's like yeah. a real like uh the emperor has no clothes kind of situation yeah. which i think is like very very interesting to watch people kind of like come to this realization that yeah have spent the last decade believing it was like elon himself as like uh you know like was in his garage building the first apple computer right. i was like no like this is right. just like some emerald mine kid that <laughs> you know has managed to roll up a few very successful investments and mm -hmm. doesn't know what he's doing mm -hmm. and it's interesting i feel like all on. the people from that era that made out big in like the dot-com boom um you don't necessarily hear from them right they became billionaires and just floated off just yeah. whatever and live their life lavishly and and enjoy it i mean Whereas, god when's, um, when's the last time you heard about myspace tom you know like that guy is just vanished and he's yeah, probably he just lives on an island somewhere like but. yeah living large on some you know some island somewhere or you know somewhere yeah. else and just uh enjoying life and 
Um, I think that says something though, where it's like, dude, if I had like just the tiniest sliver of a fraction of any of that sort of wealth, I'd be gone. I'd, I like you guys, but I, you'd never hear from me again. Yeah. Uh, if I didn't have to work and I didn't have to worry and I could just enjoy life and raise my family and not worry about stuff, I would do that and not be online at all. Yeah. <laughs> because there's so many other things in this world I would rather be doing than uh, any of this. So, no, for... would you take with you? What's that? What handheld gaming device would you take with you if you didn't need Steam to work deck, or do duh. anything else? Okay. <laughs> of course, Steam Deck. Speaking but, of, uh, I just started playing. I know I'm late to the party. I just started playing Spider Man. Oh, it's really man. good. Nice. It's so it's fun. really good. I need to get back to that game. Like I kind of. So you'll you'll hit a point where there's just like, uh, and I, I always do this with open world games. We're just like mm-hmm. so much to do that like yeah. yeah before it was like breadcrumbing me to like mission to mission and stuff and now it's like hey you can do a million fucking missions and i'm just like all right well i don't know where do i, I go like i want some analysis <laughs> put it down and haven't gone back to it in a few weeks yeah. but runs amazing on the steam deck right that happened to me with dismantle actually and i know you were you also got into dismantle but oh, fizzled yeah. out too yeah because it does get to that point where you're like oh man this game's so awesome and blah 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 and then it's like okay well here's like you just scratch like 1% of this game. Here's a giant world. Go do the all of what you've been doing for 30 hours in, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of the world. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Do, they, do, they, do you know if they updated it to add more stuff? Because like, that's kind of what yeah, I turned did. out where it was like, okay, well, I clearly I'm like hitting the end of their roadmap. And this is yeah. just the part of the game where it's like, oh, there's nothing left to do. You, you can just grind and, and just, yeah, go beat, go destroy the rest of the world and upgrade everything and whatever. Yeah. But yeah, they, uh, um did just release uh dlc for it on mobile it actually came out on the pc version i think a couple months ago with um this whole new underworld place mm-hmm. with tons of new enemies and uh it's actually really cool new storylines uh, a couple new quality of life things which are really nice where you can fast travel from any campfire which is super handy um Couldn't lots you, of stuff before you just campfire between the radio towers or something like that the, the radio towers and then yeah. um Oh, and they also added this thing where there's this like new island you can go to and build your house. You can build like your own area using mm-hmm. all the building stuff and you can actually build a house and interior walls and blah, blah, blah. So you can like get kind of Animal Crossing with it that's um, cool. with like decorating stuff. Yeah, so, yeah I, that's I, again, a, still a great is, game. But like why I hate uh, playing these PC games that are like still in development, right? Because like. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it's so hard for me to like go back to something that I like burnt out on. Right. Like, yeah, like that all sounds cool. But like, I, I don't I just I don't know. I just can't see myself being like, all right, let's pick up dismantle again. Because then the problem is like, I'm not going to remember what I was doing. I was not going to yeah. remember like what materials I need to do, like whatever the next objective was, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. And it's just like, all right, well, just start over now. Like, I don't want to really do yeah, that. Either. I, I have that same problem. And I was worried about that with dismantle. I, I had put it down for maybe a couple of months or something. And um, thought about going back to it a few different times because I was for a while I was playing it every night for like several hours a night, and um, and so I was I was missing it, and I wanted to go back, but it, I kept thinking that same thing where I was like, man, I forget what I was doing, and I forget. Do I even remember the controls? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what button does what? Um, and so when this update came out with the the new DLC and stuff, I was like, well, okay, I'm going to force myself to get back into it and see where things are at or whatever. And um, it totally wasn't that bad. I was like, if if a few minutes of forgetting what I was doing immediately before I saved my last game, but like beyond that, it was like, oh yeah. Okay. Like I got back in the group pretty easily. um, And, and was like happy about it. I was like, cool. I'm going to keep, I'm going to get back into this. So it is possible, but I have that same problem. And I always fizzle out of any long-term game like that. I think that's why, I gravitate to either really short games or, um, you know, like arcadey kind of games that don't really have a progression. Yeah. And again, this kind of like, you know, bring, brings you to like what I, what I feel like I always say about these different like JRPGs, like there was just a new Final Fantasy announced and like, mm-hmm. yeah, like part of the bullet list is like, and there's an island that's got a hundred hours of content. I'm just like, that is a hundred percent not what I want. I want to play like, right. I want to play this game in the I have shit to do mode where I can yeah. play through all the cool parts in six hours. Yeah, and just be done with it, right? And yeah, it's just like uh, I don't know, but it is what it is. I appreciate I appreciate the endless games, like you know, that's yeah. I mean, I don't know. So speaking it's, of uh... endless Final Fantasy games, uh, so Square Enix sent us uh, Endwalker, the expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen on, and uh, I had it on PS five, and I said 
maybe this is a good time to check it out on Steam Deck. They give me an excuse to play it and see how to install it and stuff. And uh, took me four hours to do yesterday. It was a complete mess through Linux and desktop mode and stuff. But I finally got it installed on Steam Deck. Oh, really? So that one's not made to yeah. be just used on Steam Deck? So it's uh, there's this weird thing where because I'm in India, Square Enix doesn't let me use the... I have a North American account for the game on PS5. So they don't let me use that on Steam because it forces me into the Europe version. And what I had to do is... So I bought a key through a friend who got it from, I think, Newegg in the US. Because it syncs your account and I logged in through that and it downloaded 83 GB to the internal memory of CSEC in four hours. And after it got done, I, I just looked it up and spoke to a few friends and I, I finally got it installed and running perfectly. And I said, I need to go to Starbucks and play this on my phone hotspot to actually see how it is outside. But yeah, uh, I decided, like, this is the first time I played Final Fantasy 14 in, I think, four years now. So I said, this is a good, good excuse to give it a shot again since it's now yeah. portable. My friends were so, really, yeah, I, I, really into that for a while and I just, I don't know, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I don't know. There's nothing further from my interest than something like Final Fantasy XIV, but I love that it exists and people enjoy it. It's supposed to have a, a, a truly absurd amount of content, though. Like, Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's I've been playing into. it solo because uh, you, can play the, you can play the thing with uh, I think with AI yeah. people or something. I just, like, since I got it done yesterday, I have a lot of friends who play it as well regularly. Yeah. They said, finally, we need to get you to do this. And then I, said, I don't have time. I just want to do the story and move yeah. on to something else. So yeah. I thought, like, I'll get that done. But yeah, I'm surprised it finally worked because I thought 85 GB later, it's just going to be, oh, sorry, you're in Europe. You can't use the North American yeah. account or something. So yeah, I was, I was glad that worked. Yeah, the, uh, um, yeah, I've, I, I fired up Spider-Man, but I only made it through the first part. But I'm, um, like, I'm, I'm excited to try more. But then, like, next week, I think it is, is Miles Morales comes out, too, yeah, which is supposed yeah, to be, yeah. like, a better Does it really? Spider-Man. I, oh, so man. it's like, okay, well, am I just going to be super late to the party on that one, too, and finish the first Spider-Man? Or should I just skip the first Spider-Man entirely? I feel like I, I don't want to at this point. Now I, like, want to see where it goes. But um, no, it's, it's going to be a lot of Spider-Man. Play, yeah, you can play Miles Morales around Christmas if you have time, because the, the game is perfect for Christmas. The story and stuff they have in it, and the winter season and stuff, they yeah. did it really well. So, did you end up trying uh, Sapphire or Uncharted? No, you are roboting out okay. hard. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Sapphire is really, really good. It's really good on three. I see. Yeah. Mario 3D World, if you play that on Switch or the Wii U. It's one of those kinds of games, really, really nice. But Uncharted was just like, I mean, you read the review, right? 128 GB complete mm-hmm. mess. And like, you need to let it load 40 minutes in game for it to complete shader yeah. caching and stuff. It really yeah, doesn't. So, my, really my issue with yeah. the Uncharted collection is that um, I haven't played Uncharted before, any of them. And I would really prefer to play the originals before jumping into it's, I guess, four and five or something like that as part of the yeah, collection. So, yeah. it's like, released and they it sucks they have the trilogy um that they re-released already so it's like yeah just put that on why wouldn't you put that on pc first um so people could like play the originals and then maybe play the next ones and and then you'd have the whole series on pc too which makes sense i i would guess they're going to but they just haven't yet but that's the reason i'm like not even that interested in jumping in 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 number four i'd rather play the first ones first so I think what they'll do is they'll they'll probably do some new package for that on PS5, which is just another version of the PS4 remake, and they can yeah. sell that again. Yeah. And they'll bring that to PC probably. But yeah, Miles that's Morales nice. next week. Uh, let's see when they send code. But yeah, that's going to be fun to revisit. I oh, enjoyed I, that a lot on PS5. I will buy that. Did um, either of you play Sonic Frontiers yet? Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you think of it? <laughs> I, I like it a lot. And I think I liked it more than other people because uh, when the reviews came out, I was uh, the scores are all over the place. Like it has one yeah. on five and five on five and stuff like that. So yeah, I think they did a really good job because uh, I think you got it on PC, right? In the yeah, end. but I haven't played it on. I haven't fired it up yet. Okay. Okay, so it runs pretty bad on Steam Deck. I got, I got my own PC version and I was playing it a bit. It runs pretty bad, but the game is, it's like, 
Breath of the Wild, Tony Hawk, Sonic the Hedgehog, and it has like one of my favorite soundtracks of the year, Easy. Huh. They, it's it's just amazing. Oh yeah, and and also Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. If you played that, I had I bought that specifically. I think it's verified for Steam Deck, but it was it on is, sale, and I was it's like, really good. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I need to play. It. <sighs> it, it's 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 really weird because it has all these elements of different games, and they have these huge boss fights. I mean, yeah. you played Shadow of the Colossus, I think, right? The PS2 I never game. have. No, I'm one of those. Oh, so I haven't played. I haven't played that. I haven't played that, but everyone told me, "Oh, if you like Sonic Frontiers, you need to play Shadow of the Colossus." Oh, yeah, so these, that's really good. It's, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a very very weird and interesting game, and uh, I think if they do something just to like fix a few of the issues with the map and stuff, it'll be like yeah. easy game of the year type. I liked it that much. It's really really good. Not yeah, it's, it I've been really having a hard time. Uh, I I haven't read any actual reviews of it. But just seeing the commentary on Twitter and stuff like that about it, you can see it's very up and down. But um, I like the people that have been, just been like, I, I didn't look up anything about Sonic Frontiers. I haven't read any reviews. I've just been playing it and like I'm having super fun. I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. I like that sort of stuff where I'm like, dude, that's the point of the game. Like, I kind of hate when people are like, okay, well, I played Sonic Frontiers, but here's like its main mechanical problems. And here's the, you know. It's yeah. like they go into like a uh, critical analysis uh, mode like way too quickly. Whereas I just want to be like, I, I, I don't know. I, I just think of like the old days when it was so fun to get a new game and you played it and it was like, this is fun. And you didn't, things might've sucked about it that you thought about later or you realized later. But like in that moment, it was just like a fun, exciting new game that you enjoyed. And like, that's kind of the main purpose of games right i think the the first the first half an hour of sonic frontiers is is gonna blow your mind when you play it just because it has so many unexpected things uh-huh so yeah like i think you should try it out if you can but i, I don't know what the deal is with this on its steam deck but it doesn't run well i think it has some glitching issues or something i need to spend some time on that all, all but, i've uh, heard is all i've heard about steam deck is that if you go into the in-game settings and and set it to 30 frames per second it fixes a lot of its issues not everything but it makes it way more playable it wouldn't surprise me if there's some steam deck update for it or something like that yeah like it, it seems be. like it's uh it's kind of expected that your game runs like decent on the steam deck kind of out of the box that you to do so i think around. what happened is what happened is uh i didn't send out any review codes on pc at all so everyone got it at the same time and we didn't have any, uh, you know, when people play a game early, Valve gets the shaders and then they push it out. Right so yeah. the games run better for everyone. So since no one had this early, they had nothing to push out. So everyone's been running into like the stuttering issues and stuff like that. So I think in a few days, it'll be a lot better because a lot of people are playing it. And yeah. uh, I mean, I even tweeted out a picture today because I had the, I had the game installed on my Switch and on, my, on the Steam Deck. So, I was like, I'm going to play it on both of them now. So I think it'll yeah. improve soon, but uh, it's definitely way better on Steam like, than Switch. The Switch version, uh, it, it looks like a 3DS game. Sometimes I'm not even exactly wow, really? really low resolution. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope weird. it gets some back, but it's it's not right now on Switch. You're starting, you're starting to rope really pretty hard for me. Uh, Jared, I don't know yeah. No, yeah. You've, your audio quality is bad. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll buy. I don't know. I'll get the Sonic game, but it's, it's like to me, it exists in the list of games where it's like, yeah, I'll play this eventually. I don't know if it's on like a cool sale or something yeah. like that. I'll get it. I, I, I have, have such like... a. It's really good on Xbox. Oh really? Well, yeah. yeah I was if talking it's on Game Pass, if it's oh, on, it's on Game, game Pass, I'll play. Is it, it on Game Pass? I'd no. play it. If no, it's not. Well, no, no uh, it's the first full price Sonic uh, game in years. It's like a full sixty dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. Yeah, I hate I hate and love at the same time how many games I have on Steam and how many I would love to play and might never get around to, you know. Uh it's a good problem to have, I guess, but also it's just like frustrating because you you have too many options and not enough time to do everything. So Yeah. Well, are you world guys, problems are you guys um anyone fucking around with marvel snap or am i the only one stupid enough oh yeah to... so since uh our last show two weeks ago was um a lot of discussion about that i had only just like i i don't even know if i had played it by the time we talked or what but since then yes i have played it and i like it a lot 
and I don't know. I uh, are you gonna stick with it? Have you churned out? Or are you still playing? I no. I I go through a, uh, waves of like where I'll play like twenty five games in a row for two hours straight, and then I'll like you know. Well, I guess twenty five games doesn't take two hours, but um, and then I won't play it all like the next day or two or whatever. So I'm like, <clears throat> but that's. I keep wanting to play it. I just don't have the time with like these annoying kids running around and stuff. So, <clears throat> but I like the game a lot. And I think what we talked about the first time around was like, so it's made for somebody like me. That's always felt like card games are a little too complicated to get into. Um, and especially like the, the ones that have been around a long time that have like, you know, hundreds of cards or whatever, and hundreds of like rules and stuff like that. Like, it's all just a lot for somebody that's not into that sort of thing. And I kind of fell into that category. Um, and so in that sense, I think Marvel Snap is like super brilliant, like easy to understand, mm -hmm. easy to play, but also like uh, the games that can make something that simplistic with still being super strategic, I think are like the the winners because that's a really hard thing to do. Um, and I think Marvel Snap does that really, really well. Um, and the, the games being like nice and quick, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love it a lot. I think my main problem now is where I'm like, I need some guidance on like what the good decks are to build around and stuff like that. Like understanding well, all that sort of stuff. But that's sort of like such an open-ended question yeah, too. The the Discord, the Snap Discord and the, the Marvel Snap subreddit are both pretty good for that. And there's uh -huh. a, a website called, uh the web the URL is just snap.fan that oh, has cool. a bunch of um a bunch of deck lists and stuff like that but like yeah. another thing about it is like, you don't really need to go nuts on that kind of stuff because right it's like, yeah it's fairly simple to build a 12 card deck yeah. um my kind of complaint with the game as i've uh i guess what three weeks into playing it now two weeks three weeks into playing yeah. it? i don't know I however long it's been yeah. out but um i'm very curious to see what they end up doing with kind of like the card unlocking slash collection mechanic aspect yeah because like arguably the game has gotten worse the longer i've played it because of this yeah. so like it's like right now when you're in the early levels it's like you're what you you play like like a half makes like five or ten games or whatever and it's like oh here you unlocked another card cool like yeah. you know this is awesome um so i when you hit like collection level 500 or so like that pretty much uh -huh. goes out the window and mm -hmm. instead of these like guaranteed card unlocks, you instead get these things called collector caches every mm -hmm. eight collection levels, I think, or something like, like basically a, a similar cadence that you were unlocking cards before. Mm -hmm. The problem is th these are sort of like a random chance to get a card, mm -hmm. to get credits. Mm -hmm. I think you can get some gold mm -hmm. uh, and, and get like a wacky player title, which like I don't know who cares about mm -hmm. that, but like mm -hmm. it is. Um, wildly demoralizing to <laughs> play against someone that has like a bunch of cards that you don't have yeah uh grind for like an hour to get your next collector's cash and then get yeah. like 50 credits out of it yeah and it's just like yeah it sucks and like what's what's weird to me is that like this is the exact kind of like free to play um you know sort of like grind that any other game would like very logically just offer your ability to sort of like skip this right where it's mm. like oh well you don't want to level up to level four thousand to get your whole collection okay just buy card packs or yeah right you know or you know anything like that yeah. um but uh but yeah instead you just can't and yeah like it's kind of making me burn out of the game in a way because like it's mm. like giving me this vibe of um like it reminds me of like playing magic the gathering as like a teenager when it was like i didn't really have money to buy other cards and like yeah i tried to play in a few different kind of like sanctioned events with like the cards that i did have and like mm -hmm. just got absolutely fucking smoked because like yeah. you know i had a, a mishmash of bullshit that i had like collected from like you know whenever i could scrape money together or like getting cards on my yeah. birthday or whatever playing against like adults that had money to buy cards and shit like yeah. that and it was just like yeah. absolutely no competition yeah and i had no way to get new cards effectively i mean there was like no reality yeah. that exists where i could be like oh mom i need 
these four cards from my deck they cost fifty dollars a piece and have right. like it's just like <laughs> never in a million years would have, would have flown right yeah and yeah. so it's like a very similar vibe with <laughs> with marvel snap for me because it's like i'm playing against these decks that just have like mechanics i don't have access to cards i don't have access to yet and there's not like a very clear-cut way on how i can get those things quickly which well, is like very bizarre the crazy thing too is you just said it <clears throat> when you were a kid you were playing against adults that had money to spend on those things you're an adult that has money to spend on those things now they're not letting you yeah and so that's really like gotta be, yeah you're you're essentially like just playing the luck of the draw game and you're yeah. not lucky enough to have all the stuff that you want um which is weird to me like like you said like this should be the point where they just let you buy packs or buy specific cards or whatever to kind of get you where you want to be um so i i bet that stuff's coming um i know one of the other big major things they have set is for like pvp play which i think that'll be interesting to like play your friends oh yeah to play with friends um, and stuff <clears throat> but yeah i <clears throat> the other fascinating thing about marvel snap is like because it is easy to grasp and it's really easy to get sucked into when cards start popping off and uh, unlocking and upgrading mm. them and stuff like that. Like it's, it's a really nice sense of progression. Um, but now I don't think you're alone in kind of hitting that point of being like, what now? And there well, isn't anything. What's, what's been kind of funny is following the, the Marvel snap Reddit community, because like when people are posting stuff like this, like early when the game launched, you know, just being kind of concerned, like, Hey, it seems weird. Like I can't, like, I can't spend money to like, <laughs> Yeah. buy uh you know cards or anything like that like uh people yeah you just got like ruthlessly roasted yeah. but now that people are kind of like hitting the point that i'm at where it's like oh, it's kind of like i was having a lot of fun with this game and now like yeah. i just hit this wall and like there's yeah. nothing i can do to get out of it other than grind and i'm just kind of yeah. getting over it bored of it uh, you know, like the, that that sentiment is picking up steam yeah, and I don't. It'll be interesting to see kind of like what they do to resolve that because well, I don't it, know it, it, because of its approachability and because of its how instantly sticky it can be. Um, and then the other big thing that's been kind of a topic around this game is their ad spend has to be bananas because there's ads and sponsored posts and everything for Marvel Snap everywhere, and it worked right. Like those two things combined. Marvel Snap was like the talk the week it came out mm -hmm. and even uh, the week after and even into this week. So like it's definitely worked in getting it popularity wise and, um, you know, becoming like a thing that that everyone knows about um, and is playing and enjoying and talking about positively. Like that's a really hard thing to do with any game. Um, and it's kind of become the magical. That's the game everyone's playing and talking about right now. How do you capitalize on that? How do you not? let everyone get to the fizzle out point without anything ready to go for, for the next phase. And then even longer down the road, I think that's the huge challenge here. They obviously designed a really clever game, but where is it going to go after this initial like honeymoon phase? Yeah. Um, it, it particularly like, you know, if they're, if they're leaning a hundred percent on like battle pass centric monetization, like you need people playing for a very long time and yeah. not necessarily hitting this point that I'm at where I'm just like, Oh, you know, I, I had, I had a, a fun month this game and there's a million other things to play. And like, yeah, we'll see where it goes. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm still, I'm still logging in doing my daily quests and stuff like sure. that, but I don't like the luster is kind of lost when it's not like, Oh, cool. I just got a new card. Great. Like, let me see if I can build a new deck around this and yeah. you know, all this stuff. And I don't know. It's it's just very strange because like they've they've so transparently like built the game based on like what we were saying last time we talked about it, you know, like they yeah. built the game based on the feedback of the very loud person that will never spend money in your game. <laughs> right. When yeah. like in reality, like you need to build the game around the people that will spend money and at the same time make it fun for people that won't, right? And yeah. if like yeah all the people and again not to say that i'm like some free-to-play whale or something like that because i'm certainly right. not but like i i'm definitely the kind of person that'll spend a couple of bucks in a game that i enjoy though i mean like no problem yeah. you know and i uh like the, i just can't do that in marvel snap which seems problematic yeah. yeah i i was addicted to marvel contest of champions for a long time and um it was the same sort of way like i don't think i was ever a whale i probably spent 100 or 200 bucks on it in the total over the two years i was i was really playing it hardcore but like that's one of the things it really did well was like and it was same thing built around 
um, not cards, but you'd collect characters and you'd upgrade them and they all had different features and stuff like that. It basically effectively was like a card game. And um, it was really good about being like, okay, well, here's a weekly event where you can get this character and here's a daily event where you can have a shot at that. And here's like a, a, a different campaign fork where you can go after this card. And here's, you know, here's like seven different avenues of things to pursue if you want. They all lead to like something cool and, um, you know, go go nuts and go for it and try and get it. Like, yes, there was a lot of gotcha and stuff like that in terms of like what you would actually get and how, you know, some some person might get a crazy five star thing and you'd get the one star mm -hmm. loser thing. But um, by and large, there was always somewhere to go and something to do. And there was always a way to like pursue a path towards like a really cool reward. Yeah. Where um, I feel like they could very easily do that here because it's another Marvel game with infinite character possibilities, but also just like fork it off to have like campaign missions and stuff like that. And like weekly events where you can like win a prize of, of a certain card or whatever. Like yeah. I, they're not, they don't seem set up for any of that sort of thing, it's which just, I feel like is, is dangerous. And it's just, it's just strange because like so many of these games, like, you know, Hearthstone, a lot of digital card games have like some kind of like card crafting mechanic. And I guess that they're, they're doing this somehow in some way in the nebulous future, but like, I don't know. It's just like, it really is just like killing my enthusiasm for this game when it's like, like right now I'm running into this deck that like really leans into the Venom card. Mm -hmm. And I would love to play that deck because it seems like I have most of the other cards surrounding it. But it's like, mm -hmm. when I get Venom, could be anywhere between today to mm -hmm. six months from now after right. tons yeah. and tons and tons and tons and tons of playing. And yeah. there's nothing in between of like, okay, I can just get this now and I'll play this deck yeah. or whatever else. Yeah. Which, I don't know. It seems very yeah. odd from a design decision standpoint. It's tough though, too, because like, say your second dinner, you're all these people that started a new company and it's your debut game. Um, how much time and money do you spend putting into stuff like that in case the game pans out and is popular? Because it could have just as easily went the other way and been a total flop and then you're like well shit we have like two years of content road yeah. mapped out for this game and and we've spent all this money on doing that and the game is a flop anyway so it's like a, a tricky position to be in too for them because i think right what they wanted to do was like okay here's our game here's the core of it let's get it out there let's advertise it and let's see if people take to it or not and if they do yeah. let's let's go nuts on it but that sort of thing has to be timed very well because people can instantly forget about your game within a week's time. If yeah. you're not like quick with the new content and stuff like that. So yeah, if you're taking that mobile, I mean, people just move on to the next thing and it's just like, right. Extremely hard to get them back. But also like none of us talking right now know what they're up to. And like right. tomorrow could be the, a big update release that everybody's like, Oh shit, this is all the stuff I've been wanting in Marvel snap. Yeah, and I mean, addicted uh, for the next month again. That's that's why I haven't been too pessimistic about it because it's like all the right. people working on Marvel Snap are they're all you know, very clearly smart. <laughs> very smart. They know what they're doing with Hearthstone yeah. and like all the stuff. I just I just worry um, when you see. I mean, the reason that so many games are so similar on mobile is is because like certain mechanics just work. You know, like particularly yeah. when it comes to like how you make money on these games. You know, it's the yeah. reason why for god i don't know five plus years now a ton of games have just leaned into kind of like the clash royale sort of like right three chest unlocking collecting cards combining yeah. those cards into power like because because it just <laughs> it works and it makes logical yeah. sense and and people don't mind engaging with that kind of thing and and you know it, it seems very clear that they kind of like tried to set out and they're like no we're gonna break like you know conventions on like how you how you monetize and market a mobile yeah. game or whatever but like yeah I don't know if it's... there's a reason that stuff has been working right. for years. Right. So. And and I, I don't know. It's um, the, the team definitely is super smart. And I just mm -hmm. like, don't know if they're reinvent the mobile monetization wheel smart. Right. And the other complication to that is I'm sure they'll figure out eventually, like figure the whole thing out eventually, but like um, what timelines are like their, their publisher that has spent a absurd amount of money advertising the game. Yeah. And uh, you know, their investor, which was NetEase, gave them $30 million. Like, how much patience yeah. do right. those two parties have for these right. guys to just kind of like figure this stuff out versus like yeah. just being like, hey, just fucking add card packs. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Like just right. add these things that are working in other games. You'll 10x yeah. your revenue and everyone will be happy. And yeah, you know, like I don't 
but my street cred. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, so I'm, I'm very, very open-minded about this. Like I, I, right. I, I like the game enough that I'm you know, going to continue paying attention to it, even if I kind of get bored and stop sort of playing yeah. it daily. Like I'm still probably going to buy the dumb battle pass, get the new cars, and yeah. just, you know, stay up on that kind of stuff. And well, The other problem with something like this, and you saw this a lot with like Slay the Spire, was um, if you don't do it, somebody else will. So, you know, you might not have the Marvel name or something like that but if somebody comes up with like a really good it copies all these really good mechanics but does everything else that they're not doing right now then that could spell doom too yeah so. i don't know it's that that's in the collectible card game space i feel like that's trickier than like yeah. you know just coming up with like a single player thing that can run on ads or whatever else because like you know like the the good thing about marvel snap and and you know why it's so much fun right now is like they have the player base that you can just hit find match like pretty much any time day or night yeah. and get another human like clearly a human because they've got a, a gamer name you know like yeah. <laughs> you know bong smoker 420 or you know like like something that yeah. you'd never like, have a bot named and you're playing them you know and it's, that's right. that's really cool and that's hard to do yeah. you know so that's true that's true um, i don't know but yeah. well we'll see um my dog wants to go pee i mean i think we should wrap things up sure uh but let me say again, um, I might be in my house by next week's recording. I don't know. And I also don't know. I apologize that we were absent the last couple of weeks, but things just are happening. And sometimes very suddenly where I have to go do something for the house or something with the kids or something with whatever. It's just been so hectic in my life the last year, <laughs> but especially these last like month or so. So um, I apologize about that, but bear with me. And uh, eventually, we'll be back to normalcy, somewhat normalcy. Uh, once I'm back in my house, I feel like things will be more on track with uh, recording every week again. But should we miss any future episodes, pre-apologies in advance, I guess. So, But it was fun to be back. I'm glad we got to be able to do this today. So yeah. um, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And as always, you can help us out by supporting <laughs> us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash tetracade or doing your Amazon shopping through touchercade.com forward slash Amazon. Got the holidays coming up. Lots of Amazon buying going on. Uh, do it through our little link because that actually helps us out a lot. Much appreciated. Um, oh, man, I hate just remembering this at the very end, but I've had somebody emailed us like a month ago and I keep forgetting to read it. So well, let's do it. Let this, let's let's do this, it. It's a long one. So oh, let's, okay. just, let's let this be a reminder that I'm going to read at least one email uh starting it uh, on our next show which will hopefully be next week um but also let me encourage you to send us emails at podcast at tetracade.com uh for any old reason at all because we just like getting emails and reading them on the air so say hello um so with all that thanks again for listening and we'll be back with another episode of the tetracade show hopefully next week see ya